Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where we only talk about fantasy matchups, such as Derek Lewis versus Cyril Gone. <laughs> Crazy that would happen. <laughs> Leo, what are your thoughts on a fantasy matchup such as that? Oh, well, uh, my fantasy matchup... Because it's definitely not real. Yeah, my fantasy matchup is that um, they're going to fight in Houston. Okay. And uh, Derek Lewis is going to look like he's down and out and then knock Cyril Gone out. Mm. That's mm. exactly how I... How I remember it. I can picture it in my mind. So oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, everyone, uh, there's a new change this week. I'm here. Um <laughs> so all By the way, that's not a change. That's returning back to normal. Yeah, returning back um, to normalcy. But uh last week I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I ended up getting drunk and just fucked around for an hour and a half he really winged it and i listened and i thought it was great so amen for amen to juice for uh having fwm before this and having great skills on how to roll with the punches i had some misplanning happen and uh yeah i kind of put juice on the spot and he guess what he was like fuck yeah (laughs) you know what dude it was like there was like an hour of time, maybe, maybe close to two hours where I was like freaking out, trying to find a replacement co-host. I was like, I text T-Cross. Yeah. Mix the man. I put a tweet out. And, and then I was like, no, 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 no. I can do this. It can just be solo. It can just be solo. I can do it. And then usually if we have an episode that's under two hours, we can use this app to like, make a little clip like the ones I post on Instagram. And I asked Leo to think like, listen, if he, if he does listen and put a timestamp, usually he doesn't, but you came through with like four this time. Yeah. I, uh, I was on the plane and I was listening to it and uh, I got all the way to like an hour and 10 in and then I fell asleep. (laughs) So, but I got four of those out. Yeah. Oh, I, I took uh, I took some illegal drugs um, and I passed out. So. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And, and it was a nice, restful evening. And I flew back from Massachusetts on Thursday. And that was, um, yeah. And both of us had been fucked by Spirit Airlines. Oh, dude. Spirit Airlines just rained shit yeah. all over my parade. They and rained like, shit oh, over everyone's parade. parade. Let me just rain a bunch of shit. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like I mentioned, I mentioned the cancellation to a couple people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I saw that on the news." It was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah it was and pretty apparently bad. Someone on the news was like, "Spirit Airlines is canceling flights like a motherfucker out here." Yeah, Spirit Airlines is canceled like a motherfucker. Um, yeah, I heard a story about a woman, which was very confusing, and I don't know how this happened, but she uh, got. A plane shoved up her asshole. 
And somehow it was Spirit's fault. So... You waited <laughs> until I was mid-sip. <laughs> Bro. So that, so that happened. But anyway. No, for real, though. This, a woman yeah. was... um, A woman, somehow, I don't know how this happened. She was had a flight booked for a direct flight from Cleveland to Atlanta. Got stuck at LAX. <laughs> How sway? How that was done spirit. Yeah. Yeah. That was done on Bro, spirit. That's so bad. And the yeah. thing is, yeah, there isn't no rhyme or there isn't no, there, there isn't any rhyme. There doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to the fucking cancellations because you were flying out of Massachusetts, Isha was flying out of San Francisco, and they did it to all three. And I was flying out of Newark, and they did it to all three of us. Yeah, I literally, like I was, I got like hubris about it, kind of because earlier in the week you were like, "Hey, bro, check your flight because Spirit just fucking canceled my shit." Um, and I, I was like, I panicked for a second, then I checked my flight, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm fine. It, it was just him." And then on. I think Thursday morning or something. Mm-hmm. Isha was like, "Hey, Spirit Fun canceled mine too. You should look into that." And I was like, "Oh shit!" I checked again; it was fine. Then I'm I'm working. I'm at work, and it's like four o'clock, and I get a text saying your flight has been canceled. And I was like, "Ah!" You were like, "No, the fuck, it's not." Yeah, I was like, "That's not happening." That's simply not happening. I'm showing up. Yeah. And then the thing is, like, they canceled the layover. My flight yeah. home was direct, but the flight there, I had a layover in Orlando. And they canceled the flight from Orlando to Houston, the connecting flight. So I would have, if, if they had waited to cancel it or I didn't get the notification, I would have flown to Orlando. And then it would have been like, oh, yeah, that flight's canceled. Dude, you're stranded. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like scrambling around Friday night trying to find a flight. And, and when I say I'm scrambling, I mean Kate is because she's the one that very books nice the flights for in our, in our family. Um, she's very good at it. And I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. So uh, let her um, figure it out because she's better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got me a, a flight in United. Thank God. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot for me to I mean, luckily, I hadn't left. Um, they had canceled my middle flight. Uh, yeah. And, same. I, and I, yeah. And I was like, OK, well, I can't do anything now, so I'm going to cancel the whole thing. And then I decided not to cancel the whole thing. And I was like, well, let me see if I could just wait. And then like the next day, it, the other flights canceled. <clears throat> and uh, and then I, I booked through Southwest, uh, which I was nervous about. Because you know it was gonna be, it was gonna be much more expensive, but it turned out that the Southwest booking was like only like thirty dollars more um, because uh, I called Spirit and they refunded me all my money. Because um, you know some airlines are like a little you know oh we'll, you know, we'll give you a credit we'll give you a travel credit yeah. blah, blah blah all that shit uh, and I was like yeah well give me a refund and they were like yeah yeah we fucked it we fucked them and I was like yeah I couldn't even get through. I would oh. call and they were like, oh, we're experiencing higher than normal call volume. I was like, yeah, no shit. Probably everyone's calling for a refund. Yeah. Just so yeah, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but um, yeah, I'm flying out on the 28th through spirit again. So 
Really? Yeah. I, I don't it's think I'm ever using them again. And yeah. I, I no, kept it makes my, sense. So, so they canceled, like I said, the way there basically because of the connecting flight. And I had a direct flight on the way home, which was not canceled. So I left it. I'm like, okay, let me just find the one. Let me just do the one and then we'll see. And if I have to get another flight at the airport, I, I, I'll do that. Luckily, that was not the case. And it was fine. Like flying with spirit, it was it was okay. Yeah, it's not anything the special. Seats were too small for sure. But the way they're designed, I was able to like man spread a little bit and kind of get more yeah, out of it. Yeah, definitely able yeah. to fucking put your heavy dick on the ground. Yeah. 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 Dicks on the ground. Dicks on the ground. Looking like a pool with, with dicks, dicks on, on the ground. ground. Spirit canceled your flight. Who gives a fuck? Looking like a fool with your dick on the ground. Dick on the ground. <laughs> wow. Hey, remember how he said uh, we're we're on a time crunch and we're not even on any time crunch at all? <laughs> nope. Definitely nope. not. Welcome to this week's episode of Friendly Sparring, where we talk about Spirit Airlines and dig old bigs. Dig old bigs. Doesn't have the same ring as like tig old biddies when you switch the... Yeah, some big old dicks. <laughs> big old dicks. Uh, so here we are. Um, yeah. And I last want to night, say that I had an amazing time. In yeah, Houston. I was going to say, hold on. Before we go any further. Yeah. You uh, fucking went to the event. Yes, I did. And it, it was it was it was so fucking fun, dude. And like I saw some people on the timeline. They were like, uh, this is kind of meh. And I was like, what? At least in the arena, it was banger after banger. There was absolutely, yeah. I mean, I was disappointed with the result of a few fights, but as far as the fights themselves, yeah, every they were single great. one delivered. And bro, it was it was so. Let me try and tell a story as as best I can, and and not take up a ton of time. Because yeah, I like up with some some MMA Twitter homies. Please, please. Um, the homie Scott Nolan was um, meant to pick me up from the airport, but was stuck in a lot of construction traffic. Apparently, that's a thing in Houston where they. Um, do traffic like only not do traffic <laughs> do construction only on the weekends on certain highways so it's just like fucks you and he was like stuck in one place so so he got me an uber very sweet guy he's the absolute best um and then i i met up with sandy and nick uh aka big nick energy i think is a really really funny <laughs> name if you guys can tell i've had five hours of sleep last night and the night before got four hours of sleep and also on the night of the fights well i'll get there but we went to dinner at this vegan place called mo better brews fucking great i'm Just sure absolutely fucking like i had a um, i had a sandwich and it was like comfort food it was like not like oh everything's healthy it was like well everything's vegan but it, it's gonna it's be fried. fucking yeah exactly my fucking sandwich they called it the coal train something I had an impossible patty, which they they claimed was like sausage, but it looks more like the burger. I think it was just an impossible burger with a probably just egg or whatever, vegan egg, some sort of vegan egg little patty on there. Vegan cheese, spinach. Uh, so I want to say something else. And then the fucking sandwich, it was in a, in a sandwich and the fucking bread was croissants. I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> that's it. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. And you didn't eat it, right? Sandwich. No, I ate all the pizza. <laughs> and I ordered a, a spinach artichoke dip for an appetizer, which was like just absolutely. So everything, yeah. all, the, all the food there was good. So oh, yeah, you... it was, it was, it was so good. And then um, <laughs> Sandy hooked it up with some Delta Eight edibles, and uh, <laughs> I, I popped. It was so I, I always do that. Not always, but when it, when it comes to like me, like reasoning with myself, I never win because. Mm-hmm. She was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. What a line. Hold on a yeah. second. Wait, what's happening? I don't understand. Who is not winning? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When it comes to reasoning with myself, I never win. I don't, I don't get it because someone's right. <laughs> You're only one well, person. I think we're both wrong. <laughs> here's what i mean it's 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 mainly with edibles so so like she she was like oh the great thing about these is like they kick in in like 20 minutes so you don't have to like wait just like so you can you can take two and wait i was like what take two they're 25 each what i'm just gonna take 50 milligrams of weight i was like no no my tolerance is pretty low i'm gonna take one and then i think I can't remember how quickly after, but I, I definitely took the second one. It may have been like five minutes after, but I had the second one because I was like, okay, we're going to be. Uh, yeah, I think here was the reasoning. I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to bring them into the arena. Let me just double up now. I had the, I had the second one. Then we're like approaching the end of the meal. And I was like, mm, I'm going to have a third one. <laughs> because I was like, because mm, she had, sorry, she had said like, oh, they take 20 minutes to kick in. Well, well 20 minutes passed. And I started, I started to feel it a little bit. And I was like, oh, well, these ain't shit. <laughs> Let me take another one. <laughs> Let me take a third one. These are shit. The bad idea. <laughs> these so... are shit. <laughs> I was literally like, Sandy drove us from the restaurant to the arena. <laughs> we parked. She's oh, like, this no. is this is you guys. And I'm just like looking. I'm just staring at her. She's like, you okay? I was like, I think the third one kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> wow and then we go through we go through security i i had the the tub of them in my pocket um i was like they're gonna make me take them out eventually and they're gonna say hey what's that you can't have that get that out of there but i was like at least at least i'll know they didn't say shit it was just like metal and then like whatever they're like welcome um, to houston yeah yeah like, oh oh you, you yeah exactly um <clears throat> i didn't have any more but it came in handy because each one-on-one i had the fucking thing but anyway, so that whole event, I was absolutely fucking nuked. You were cooked. I was fucking, I was beyond cooked. I was deep fried. <laughs> you were so fried, I'm I fucking, sure. I, te- I, te- I, te- I remember like thinking that was such a good line, too, is I text you. I was like, I'm fucking cooked, dude. And then later on, I felt even more. I was like, fuck cooked. I am deep fried. Yeah, bro. I, I, the, whole, being, the whole time. Being deep fried is fun but it is it is weird Stressful. it 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 it's fun if you're having a good time but the second that it gets quiet is when you're like okay like i need to distract myself with something some yeah. good stuff yeah and whenever um, i distract myself i never win yeah great so this story is just that you never win and you take too yeah. many edibles i love it All 75 lose, milligrams lose, 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 no matter what <laughs> 75 yeah. grams 75 milligrams 
milligrams, uh, well, grams, shit, 75 milligrams coursing through your veins. You're in the arena and we get to yeah. your prelim of the night. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll kind of tell the story chronologically and weave in the fights there because I actually wanted to have talk about a couple. I couldn't decide we have time. Maybe I will, but, um, well, I think your prelim goes chronologically, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, let's go with my prelim, which is uh, Miles Johns. Miles Johns. I was going to say Mark Johns for some reason. Uh, Mark Johns. Mark Johns. Miles Johns. And uh, what's his first name? Anderson Dos Santos. Anderson Dos Santos. So, uh, great back and forth between the two of them. Yes. But what's up with with Dos Santos just being a fucking beast on that leg? Like literally, it would. We had two people with their legs compromised, uh, you know, last night, and Dos Santos won. He was like really limping uh, in the second round and third round. I was like, okay, and then <clears throat> I, I just thought that uh, Johns was doing such such a great job, just piecing him up. But uh, but in that in that it was the third round, right? That 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 it ended. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in the third round, I mean, John's got what he wanted at the beginning because he was like, yeah, come on forward. And then fucking yeah, uh, John's he got rocked pretty bad. Yeah, John's dipped down and got that body shot and loaded the arm up and just perfectly crossed him right in the face. It was over. But uh, Dos Santos showed a lot of fucking grit um, on that leg. Like I said, in the second round, it was very compromised. You could definitely see like he was like, yeah, I'm not. He even said at the beginning of the first round, he was like, yeah, the ligament that got fucked up, they were saying like they're through the broadcast. Um, they were uh, they were saying about how he he was saying that his ligament was all fucked up and he was like, I, I, it's not good. It's no good. And they were like, OK, well, just keep going. And he was like, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll get knocked out. And he did. And he fucking got knocked the fuck out. He really got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, the arena. Yeah was on fucking fire for that KO because I think Miles Johns is from Dallas. Yep, yep. Oh, my God. They, their place was insane. And I tweeted that, and, like, whenever there was an, another knockout, people would see the tweet and think it was about that. Mm-hmm. You're uh, just talking about Miles because Johns. I mean, it, would, to be fair, it was pretty much equally electric for a lot of the other, like, finishes that happened in a lot of the other fights. But like That was, like, the start of the amplification. Yeah. I literally remember, like, during that fight, how nuts they went like sound wise mm-hmm. like the decibels and everything and i was like oh if this is like this for a prelim yeah what's it gonna be like when Derek lewis is out here and to be what fair, happens yeah fucking loud i'm sure i'm sure what happens like when Derek lewis wins yeah yeah um <laughs> good fight that was yeah. my prelim choice uh like, i just i wanted I to just segue into a good a, violence yeah, it was always great fucking violence. Um, I wanted to segue into um, an honorable mention that I, I was thinking about, um, talking about, which was Alonzo Menafield versus Ed Herman. Oh, yeah. Shit, dude. They decided to fight like heavyweights in the best way. Uh-huh. Like they're two or five pounders. And normally two or five pounders are kind of like athletic heavyweights kind of, but then sometimes they're a little bit more, I don't know, technical. This one, they were like, nope, let's just trade fucking power for power. Uh, they kind of gassed out a little bit, but it was because they were throwing everything with bad intentions, just fucking the whole kitchen sink. And it was it was so amazing. 
like to to your point about the leg, Ed Herman's leg was fucking gone. Like Alonzo dropped him a few times with the leg kick and just took it out from under him. Oh my god, I loved I loved every second of that fight. Yeah, it was really good. And and uh Herman is that her, 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 Ed Herman? Herman is the, is Ed, the gender, yeah. Um short yeah. fuse. Hey, how's about whenever the doctor was coming and he kept jumping on his leg? Yeah, I was like, Oh, that's that's gonna hurt. Yeah, and then he was like, I'm good, I'm fine. And the you know who like, also did that when they had an injured leg? <clears throat> Michael Chandler when he fought Brett Primus. You know who I saw in my layover? Michael Chandler. Yeah. Not wearing a fucking mask. Well, that's why he's not gonna, you know, gonna get vaccinated by November because <laughs> stupid. That's great. I mean, I love it. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it's kind of quite funny to be honest with you that he's just like, Oh, I won't be vaccinated by November 4th or November, whatever. And I was like, just okay. say you're not gonna get it. Like you had there's time, so it's not like yeah. Also, you're so new to the thing, and like Justin Gage, he's been on the shelf for such a long time. Don't think Dana White won't replace you with another fighter. Like, what the yeah. fuck? There are so many people that that Justin Gaethje could fight over you, dude. Like for you, dude. You think yeah, no, yeah. Come on, dude. Well, not only that, <clears throat> did, I, I don't know if that fight really is in danger of getting uh switched out because they obviously like to do a card at msg in november it's like kind of like their schedule and it was rumored for that card and that's why he made the same like, oh well i won't be vaccinated because new york made a uh pass a law that's <clears> like <throat> you know sporting events you have to show proof of vaccination like everyone involved uh mm-hmm. and dana white's not about that yeah like I don't think he'll fucking just be like, oh yeah, let's still host the event in New York, even though everyone, you know, it's it's like a whole thing. They're not going to do that. So, so him saying that is sort of fucking frivolous because it doesn't matter. Yeah, because either fucking way, right? Either way, they're gonna they're gonna probably move it or not have it. If if that thing in New York kind of stays and it st- sticks, yeah, Dana White's gonna be like, oh, we'll just have it in. You know, what we'll do Michael Chandler and um. Justin Michael Chandler Gaethje. and Justin Gaethje. International Fight Week. <laughs> Which is September. Oh, hey, it's weird. They keep stacking on stuff, but you know what they haven't stacked on? Another, another card. Car, another card. <laughs> That's so strange. It's so strange. I saw the advertiser in the bottom corner. I was like, cool. Okay. Two-day fan fight event. Oh, Modelo sponsorship. Oh yeah, and then top it all off yeah. with a top it all off with a with one on International Fight Week. Top the day off, the whole week off with just one fight card. International Fight Day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All over me. I'm mad. Okay, I'm mad, guys. Because guess what? I was right. They're stupid. They're fucking dumb fucks. Nobody's, they're not going to put a card on the week. They're not. I don't care. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, tough. Oh, tough. Oh, tough. oh, oh it's, time. Oh, it's, time. Oh, it's time for tough. Oh, it's time. Oh, no, it's time for tough. Yeah, let's get the tough people in here. Not going to happen. You're on fire right now. Yeah, because International Fight Week turned into International Fight 
dick day so i don't give dick a good day. fuck international <laughs> dick day international dick fight week everyone just fights with their penises listen everyone i just That's think a great idea i just think that they're not gonna add it it doesn't matter they're gonna fucking they're gonna make tough you know what they're gonna do they're gonna do the tough finale in the fucking parking lot and they're not even gonna <laughs> televise it yeah <laughs> Yeah, during one of the fan events, they're just oh, gonna this have guy won. In the Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't see it. Oh, I did. That's fine. You didn't have to see it. Yeah, he won. So that guy won the season. Season whatever we're on. Can you tell us about the fight? No. No. <laughs> no. It's International Fight Day. Pay attention to the card, you idiots. Yeah. And the winner's like, "Yep, I definitely won." <laughs> okay. So yeah. So that sucks. Um. Damn, there should have been at least one more fight. Anyway, they they don't have time to fix it. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they don't, don't have time. time. They don't they even don't have, have time to win your trust back. They don't. It was like they're in the middle of an antitrust lawsuit. Because what could they even do? Like, what could they? What, what kind of card could they even try to stack up? They've already announced too many cards in the future. Yeah. At this point, they've already announced too many like smaller fighters. Not smaller, but um, you know, less less bigger names kind of fighting on like in november in you know october stuff like that yeah. so um <laughs> speaking of which i just wanted to laugh at your i one of the um uh excerpts from the last episode i love was your fucking scouse dead until it was so funny dead until? <laughs> because because the second was like oh i want you fat dead until so oh, like fat dead until. <laughs> I just loved it. It was so funny. Everyone else will fucking understand me. Doesn't Mickey Gall fucking stupid fuck fuck fat that down. The troll voice in a fucking scouse. Oh my god. What the hell? All right. Uh okay, so what was your choice for prelim? Bobby Green. Versus Rafael Fazia. Demon. Banger, banger, Loved banger. This fight. And everyone, dude, everyone's so high on Fizzy, and that's fine. And I have been too. Right. But I, dude, y'all forgot how fucking slick Bobby Green is. And I thought maybe he could have won. I didn't, you know, have a case for whatever. Whatever judge thought it was fucking 30 27 for Fazia is fucking corrupt. Like I'm starting to think now, like with how many how terrible the judging has been lately, I'm starting to feel like it's like fixed. Not literally, I know that's a fucking serious claim, and that you know I'm not supposed to talk about it. But at the same time, like these fucking judges are so bad at their job, it's like not even funny. <sighs> yeah, like Bobby Green definitely won the third round. Agreed. Like, he had some success early on too. Like I, I don't know. I just thought when they said it was unanimous for for Fiziev, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it was. It wasn't a split, was it? It was a unanimous. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think. It was um, unanimous. I I just think that uh, I think that Fizzy just if you look at that fight, I want to say like Bobby Green didn't really pick up until like the very end of round two. So that's where mm. I think Fizzy kind of had yeah, it from like, probably if you, if you had the meter, you know what I mean? Like I think Fizzy yeah. just, just a little bit more. And then Bobby green pretty much took 
the last like minute and 30 seconds from don't fucking yawn on me. Okay. I know you don't have any sleep in you. Yeah. I don't have sleep in me. Get some sleep right now. Fall the fuck okay, asleep guys. on the podcast. On. I'll follow the rest of it. Okay. So anyways, guys, uh, Fizayev and uh, Bobby's greens uh, fought their asses off and it was a great fight. And we are very thankful for it. I mean, Juice was in the actual arena. He's not here now because he's asleep. But, okay, he's uh, doing a good job of, uh, like, sound like a pig, I guess. Something along, oh, another pig noise. Um, uh, what if you dreamed in fucking Scouse? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's enough of us. Man, you're really loopy, <laughs> and uh, it's making me loopy, and I love it. No sleep, team. No sleep. Yeah. Um. That's so that was it for the prelims. The main card, <clears throat> full of bangers. Yeah. Uh. Song Yadong hmm. and Casey Casey Kennedy. I will never get Kennedy. tired of Yadong jokes, by the way. Kennedy, right? Casey Kennedy. Casey um, Kennedy. Kenny. 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 Yeah, Kenny. it doesn't matter. Lost. So it doesn't matter. matter. It's fucking troll. By the way, that I don't know if they showed on TV that dumb bitch tried to jump the fence. Or yeah, I saw that. No, I, oh, they did. It. Okay. Oh okay. no, I saw yeah. it. It was really yeah. stupid. I was like, dude, you did not win that fight, like in any way, shape, or form. I don't think anyone gave that fight to him ever. Uh, <laughs> like. I remember being close, fire, like I couldn't yeah. tell, but I, I, I thought it was Song Yadong. No, it um, definitely was Song the entire time. He, song was just uh, <clears throat> uh, just landing better. That's all. Like, yeah, it wasn't necessarily a clinic like later on in the. Um, oh, yes. On, on the fight card. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Song Yadong just kind of edged him out, and Casey just kept, you know, making sexist comments towards uh, Megan. So. <laughs> What if he, what like, instead of like shit talking in the cage, what if he just just says misogynistic things yeah, <laughs> during his fight, like, like Kevin Holland, but he's, he's like a fucking incel troll? Yeah. He's like getting hit. He's like, ah, oh, it's a 4 a.m. Yeah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, she should be making a sandwich for me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Anyways, he fucking lost, got his ass beat by your dog. Oh, uh, uh, I hate the Me Too movement. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about Fuck. me? Consent is overrated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Kenny, fuck you. Yeah, got beat up by your dog. So yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> might even bust a lung. Yeah, might even bust a yaw dong. Might even crack my penis like Dennis Rodman. What? You never there's a, I guess like this Sounds series familiar, on but... Vice, but uh on Vi- I think on Vice Land by whatever. Um pretty much um Dennis Rodman had broken his penis twice from fuck it too hard. <clears throat> I didn't I did not hear that. That's fucking yeah, bro, wild. Go, go look up Dennis Rodman broken penis and you'll get to see his beautiful purple dick. <laughs> No, it got really, it got yeah. Apparently, got broken. He like mm. told a story about how he like ran and jumped and like tried to put his dick inside someone, and it like snapped and bended. It's pretty bad. Oh. There were 
blood everywhere, blood contusions, all the whole thing. I mean, everything. It was like a contused penis. That's such a bad um, idea. Yeah, it was a bad, but it's Dennis Rodman, so he's just fucking left and right. As you jump, it moves. Yeah, he didn't know. The target has to be like perfect accuracy for him to like. Yeah, he said it was rock. Yeah, he said it was rock hard. So, you know, just goes to show you that there's still some gravity and still some pull on that. But anyway, uh, and then I guess like he went to the doctor, they took uh, photos of his dick and then they tried to sell it, scam him. And then like told him like, you got you got to pay us money for it. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to pay you any money. And they fucking put it online anyway. And he was like, yeah, that's my dick. I don't give a fuck. I fucking broken ass dick. I'm a legend, bro. Fuck you. And I was like, yeah, it's a Dennis Rodman legend. Anyway, speaking of Dennis Rodman, the next fight on this card had Dennis Rodman and, and a woman fighting with his penis. <laughs> Maybe the worst segue you've ever tried. <clears throat> um, uh, Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill happened. <sighs> yep. And that's that's really it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> there wasn't anything remarkable, obviously. Yeah, there's certainly. Yeah, so, there certainly wasn't anything yeah, remarkable. No, no, nothing to talk about. I mean, Angela Hill won. Um, no. I will say this. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. So, a couple of things. Obviously, like it was unanimous, and like usually, what happens is a split decision, and sometimes Angela will be on the wrong side, and like you know, smart, intelligent people like myself will be like, "Oh, she got robbed," and. And fucking haters would be like, oh, she always goes robbery. No, she actually lost that fight. Um, But anyway, this was unanimous. And from what I saw, I thought it was a pretty fair judgment. Oh, yeah, 100%. I did not expect anything different. But what I will say, what I will say, in our section, like five rows in front of us, a fucking fight broke out. Oh, cool. And, and, And it was going on during like, most of the third round so like i didn't really see the third round to kind of th- that was like the only thing i would say about the judging because i didn't really see but and like i said I've, I've been to i remember telling the story a few times on the podcast where i went to the fight night in atlantic city um that was at the boardwalk hall and a, like couple fights broke out um in the in the stands like most notably during like aljo's one of Al, like aljo's post-fight interviews but they were like fleeting and maybe just because i wasn't close up but they didn't seem like i was really worried for anyone's safety this one was like they were fucking bludgeoning this guy i saw one guy kind of like climb away from it like he wasn't involved but maybe got caught in the crossfire had like blood on his white dress shirt i was like the fuck is going on and then they're like you you hear people like saying to like their neighbors or whatever this they're sitting next to being like he's passed out. He's passed out. Hey, he's passed out. And they're like trying to like, I guess some guy was like fucking unconscious on the ground. Getting like, usher there. And you have to keep in mind that you are fucking cooked at this. You are deep like, fried. Bro. You are bro. deep fried. Scared like, out of your oh! mind. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't too scared. But I, was, I, I think I was too high to care. That was the problem. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh. I was like, oh. I was like, it's kind of cool. But then I was like, like <laughs> at the end of it, like I was obviously like didn't want to stick around for whatever Chicho was gonna say in her post fight because I was mad that Angela lost. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I was trying to leave, but I didn't want to just like leave Isha there. I was like, "Do you think it's okay?" She's like, "No, I have to go to work." I was like, okay. We're bringing the fuck out of here. But then we went back, obviously. Um, 
Vicente Luque with that nasty Darce on Michael Chiesa. Wow. What Very a impressive. transition. 325 of round one. Cinched it up. And let me tell you, breaking on this fight, and not just myself, you know, multiple people I heard, um, multiple people I heard basically said, like, you know, oh, if it goes to the ground, it's Michael's fight. If it goes on, stays on the feet, it's Vicente's fight. And it's like, you know, uh, Vicente is going to have to like tough it out and and maybe get on, maybe take some shots and then uh, hit him with a big one to, to end the fight. No, he, I mean, Michael initiated the grappling and, and was having success, but Vicente got out Vincente, of it. Yeah, Vicente just pulled the reversal. Darce, and he's got a few of them in the UFC, so it's not like um, new or anything. Not, yeah. yeah, it's not anything we didn't know he could do, but like, I mean, it was just so slick, and Michael Guess actually tapped to it. Yeah, it was good. Wild. It was yeah, it was wild. I mean, just watching it on on, I mean, even you know to highlight a prelim as well, um, the 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 Johnny Munoz. No, J- Jessica. Uh, oh yeah, the Penne versus Penne versus yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean that was like a big old pretzel war for a bit, and then you know, oh. and then Penne came out on top. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. But yeah, oh. Kiesa just. Um, I really thought he had that. He did have that choke. And then Vicente yeah. just kind of moved out of it and then yeah. literally just stayed in a similar position, kind of switched it up and then got the Darce immediately. And I was like, so oh, good. okay. Like Chiesa thought it was over. And then he was like, but not for me. Not for me. Yeah. And then he calls out Kamaru Usman, which. Light, light call out. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. No, just like what's his name's call out of Sean Strickland and also Edmund Shabajian. <laughs> I think it was a shade better than that. What but was what's who, who called him? Out? What was the guy's name? Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he's not getting either of them. So, <laughs> so yeah. Edmund Shabajian got a fight book and so did Sean, Sean Strickland, Strickland already. He's fighting Luke Rockhold. Yeah, he had a Allen had oh, a great performance man. and then it was just like uh, either one of them and they're like <laughs> neither one of them. <laughs> Yeah, fucking this one though. Vicente's like, I want to talk to my friend, Kamaru Usman. Yeah, you're my friend, but we're gonna have to fight. It's like, that's weird energy, but okay. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, we'll see. I tell you what wasn't weird energy was fucking that Comey with Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz. Hey, ladies oh. and gentlemen, let's talk about that motherfucker, Jose Aldo. Oh. Good God, guys. We're talking. Okay. <clears throat> Standing and planning is uh, is such a big part of like uh, boxing and like though the the four body like combos that he got were I just was like the whole time whenever they would happen like when he would plant and two to the body and then one i was like man this this motherfucker hasn't skipped a beat at all yeah dude he was he pieced pedro munoz up all the rounds every single round it was jose just fucking piecing him up and Mm. then at the very end just like kind of letting it all fly the last 10 seconds too he uh, it's still composed but like dang dude it was it was a lot i remember just thinking like yeah, uh, he's got he's definitely solidly in this division. I can't wait. I know everyone's like, you know, TJ, you know, is next for him or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know if anyone's going to be. He's got amazing boxing, like really yeah. well thought out boxing. So I, I don't know. And and if um, if he kind of throws in the let, you know, his Jose Aldo leg kicks from before. You know, he got off a few up. on Pedro. They were trading yeah. for a while. Such a good fight, dude. Yeah, it was beautiful. It did not and, disappoint at all. I mean, yeah. I, I, I picked Jose, but it was more of like a hard pick. I was like, ah, oh, I think Pedro might actually take it. Nope. Jose was like, fuck you. Yeah, I, I think I picked me. I think I picked Pedro, but um, but here we are. Here we are. Um, and here we are at and the main event. And then nothing happened. That was the end of the fights. Yeah. Nothing else happened. happened in the main event. So uh, I don't think we need to talk about it. Yeah, we don't need to talk about it. <clears throat> uh, we do need to talk uh, about it. I'll say I'll say this. Um, I remember looking at Isha before the fight started. I was like, when this fight's over, we need to get out. Like before the fight started, like like I said, because I was like, if he wins, people are gonna go nuts. If he loses, people are gonna be go mad. Nuts. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't uh that bad, at least. Like I was expecting whatever chaos would have happened to be like spilled out into like you know outside as well. And like we got out pretty quickly. So I don't know if maybe <clears throat> some residual whatever was like inside. Um, but basically as soon as um, Herb or whoever was the ref stopped the fight. Dan. I was like, okay, let's. Oh, it was it was Big Dan. That's right, yeah. it was Big Dan. And if I you was watch, like, yeah, let's let's leave. Yeah, if you watch the um, if you watch the the thing, Dan kind of let Derek. He gave Derek. Yeah. Time. yeah. Oh, he it, gave it, Derek. It, he gave Derek time twice. Uh, yeah. he got he got. I mean, well, and, and it benefited the first time to to that point you know he recovered but the, the second time it was like yeah the the first time uh with the mouth did you see the mouthpiece part yeah the mouth yeah, yeah the mouth when, yeah. He, when he stopped cereal got Derek so that him, i was like know. i was like this kind of feels like action this feels a little like action already like it's already happening well, and then <clears throat> so you can't i can't wait to that was actually i thought that was a great moment because you you can't wait for a big break in the action because you know he can land a bomb and lose some teeth like that's the whole point yeah, like, he was within his right to like stop that quickly. That was like good. Yeah, yeah. Right. but like I said, I feel like Dan, you know, he even looked like kind of visibly upset whenever he was raising Cyril Gans Gans hand. So, yeah. Um, but Cyril, uh, props to him, uh, for being, um, you know, a great, a great point fighter and a little bitch that wouldn't come forward too much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, he seems like, like a, the one 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 fight he didn't point fight. But God damn, dude. Yeah. I, Do you think a, Derek gets nervous? Like this was some people uh, oh, saying. Oh, a hundred percent. I think I think like, he did. I really do. I I, I really I feel think like this isn't the Derek that we've seen in his last couple of fights. Like he. Oh yeah, I think he like yeah. There there. I think the mentality of him is so specific on the fights that he like i think everyone is you know but i think with him <clears throat> he's definitely like a mental fighter as well like he is 100 like if he's in it he's in it and if he's not he's not um a lot of people mm -hmm. talk about his like back you know back pain issues stuff like that the entire time and i just think that he is like i don't know i think i think he keeps talking about the pressure and i think <clears throat> i think because he I don't want to say he doesn't have a bulletproof mindset. I just think that because he's kind of a little bit too real with himself 
that it kind of leads it to be like, oh, this is a big deal. And he's like, lets himself say like, oh, it is a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that, that he said that the pressure definitely there's pressure. He said it definitely got to him, um, you know, but he's not making any excuses for for that. You know, he never will make any excuses for that stuff. It's just. Yeah. Well, so now we got to wait for the Francis and Cyril uh, fight, um, which I think will be I think Cyril might win it. Um just the way that he's kind of fighting, but I don't know. I can't really count Ngannou out, especially if he's... I think it's a bit of recency bias. Um, <laughs> I think Francis probably takes him easy. You think so? Mm. Not easy, but um, Francis got that power. And yeah, yeah. It's like... it's like uh, Training with Kamaru is really, like... Got him yeah. to a new level. I don't know. Yeah, just... Fra- Francis is like a combination between Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn. Like he's already like a combination between those two. So he's already got the power as well. So yeah, he has the patience and he also has the power. So yeah, yeah. But it'll be a hell of a fight. I mean, oh yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Gunn if it tested. ever, yeah, if it ever happens, right? Bald fuck. <laughs> And I'm not talking about Cyril Gunn. French. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was talking about Dana White. But... Yeah. But anyway, so that was UFC. Why Houston. is Dana White <laughs> paying Cyril Gunn enough to fucking fight Francis Gano? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh. Why would Dana White pay anybody to fucking fight Francis? Okay, I don't. Okay, next question, I guess. Uh, um, but uh, next question, there was no questions. Next statement, next statement. Uh, yeah, so so that was it. Yeah, you were there, you got to enjoy it, you got to enjoy some vegan food. You flew back this morning. I want to say, here's how crazy it was like, we're already getting to like. I want to say it was maybe after the Angelo fight or around that time where I was like, I was like, Isha, I don't think I'm going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm barely going to be able to make the main event. And she was like, no, you have to push through. We have to, because we're going to go afterward to like the fighter hotel or whatever and and meet Angela. And um, she was like, you have to, you have to. And I was like, I'll try, I'll try. And then it gets over. We're outside. I'm like, I can't. I just have absolutely no energy. I'm going to fall over. It'll be, it'll end bad for me. Um, She went without me, um, met uh, Juliana Pena. And then she didn't meet Angela Hill initially. And then she ran into her, like, waiting for her Uber or something, which I thought was like serendipitous. So that was really cool that they got to meet. Um, Obviously, you know, she made this whole thing possible. Fucking A. Um, Well, I'm happy you had fun. yeah yeah that's it I, I had a fucking great time in, in in houston with some awesome people and uh you know again massive thank you to isha for giving me her her second ticket it was just everything was perfect it's the perfect culmination of everything and a fucking hellish road to get there with the whole cancellation thing and having to get up at like three o'clock in the morning jesus christ but you made it dude and you did it i'm happy you did it and you know you gotta get a new job and Mm. leaving your old one and this is a nice like celebration of that so fuck yeah yeah dude i'm happy you get to go and you know in a couple weeks we'll get to see that until fight so that until um 
All right, now here is where we'll take a quick break and then we will open up the forum. And we are back. Before oh, yeah. we kick off the forum, Leo, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just talking off mic, and I think we needed to tell a story. We sure did. Uh, uh, so- I think we've referenced this before, but we, we never, I think it was one of those things where we're like, we're not going to explain that, but I think we should. Yeah, we definitely, it's. It's an interesting story because uh, Juice and I, as you know, both partake in acting. Juice, um, you know, is still doing the the play game now, which is great. Uh, he's he's in a play right now, which is awesome. Yes. Um, and he was just in a play before, and you know, we we've, we've both kind of been taking acting pretty seriously in our lives, which has been nice. But when we first met, uh, <clears throat> we were cast in a little tiny play called when it rains gasoline now the world premiere of when it rains gasoline now for those who don't know what this play is about uh pretty much someone had seen uh the laramie project and the columbine project and just decided to write their own fictional story (laughs) that would not be as effective as those two stories already do this play tells those two stories put together, but through like some weird fictional idea. Yeah. Right. Basically, like if someone, someone from another country who didn't know how high school worked, yeah, decided to write a play about high school and was like, oh, I should probably like, you know, do a little bit of research and and stumbled upon the most like like all the stereotypes. Oh yeah. Just full of like, you know, there's the jocks, there's the nerds, there's the hot girl, there's the outcasts, there's the nerd. Like it is so fucking stereotyped. Yeah. And it, just so you know, really he, did, he did say there's a lot of nerds at this place. Cause he definitely said nerds twice. So yeah, I yeah, definitely there's, said there's, a, there's a lot. Cause of I was nerds. thinking like, I played the, the like, Oh, that's nerd, right. And then you were the, oh, out, yeah. The, yeah. Well, we're, with that like being, two clicks of it. With that being said, I, put on a stupid ass voice uh, my directors were cool with it but i remember thinking like but didn't they didn't they tell you it was not just they were cool there was like well like you weren't really cool with it but they wanted they were like no make your voice sound stupid and you're like yeah you my, mean like my, this yeah you like, mean you want oh, me to sound good. yeah yeah so anyways i just kept going with it and i sounded like this the entire time but anyway i it didn't even look like it was coming out of me like that. But anyway, that's how I sounded. So I just kept sounding like this the entire play. So that was annoying as fuck. Yeah. We had rehearsals uh, randomly at people's apartments, at our producer's apartments. Oh my God. Um, and I don't know. It, it was a pretty interesting experience. But Juice and I were both in this play. Uh, it was a part of kind of a rotating cast. And well, as and keep in mind, this is theater in L.A., so theater in L.A. is just if it's not the Amundsen, if it's not the Kirk Douglas, the like if it's not there. Yeah, there's the cream of the cream and then there's the crap of the crap. Yeah, and that's and where we were. At. That's where we were, because there's it's not there's not a lot. It just doesn't the hierarchy doesn't really work in this town specifically for for theater. But anyway, on our 
we have been doing the show for three weeks. Uh, and, and, oh, mind you also, for those who don't know, um, most shows that are like professionally done are like five days on, you know, one, uh, two days off, something like that, depending, um, usually, or sometimes six, uh, in LA, it's like, uh, maybe a Saturday, Friday, Saturday show. And then you go wait until the next weekend, just for weekends for people to show up. That's just how it is. So we've done this show for three weeks and we're ending it out and the crowds are getting smaller because mm, no one gives a fuck. So, uh, I don't know if they were ever big to begin with, but yeah. Yeah, there was no one there. So on the last night, it pretty much ends in uh, my character uh, doing a, a, I don't know. Shooting up the place. I don't know if he shoots up the play. I mean, he had a pistol. So part of me feels like he was, yeah. he, he shoots yeah. like one guy and he has like this. Anyway, he has a stupid speech at the end. Yeah. It was all dramatized. It, it was, it was okay. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. anyway, it was what it was. But <clears throat> one night on the last that, night that on the last night, uh, the producers were backstage mixing cocktails. Yeah, they poured like a cranberry vodka for me. Uh, well, I should say I should say they were mixing cocktails. It was cranberry vodka. They were just like they had cranberry juice and vodka. And they were like, here you go. And they were like, just they were mixing these and kind of handing them out. I had at least two. Yeah. And this is during the play. I may yeah. have had one before and one during, but I definitely was drinking during like there was a large gap. All my scenes were done. I was like, yeah, fuck it. And then I got the idea. I was like, I'm going to pull a little little last night of the show prank on Leo. So there was uh, there was a dance scene. And I think that night they had had me fill in for the teacher role. There was like mm-hmm. a teacher in one of the scenes and I had to be. So I put on my costume that I had used for the teacher. And I came on stage with my drink in hand. I had, I literally, I think I was wearing like slacks and a button up. I like untucked one of the sides. I was trying to do, cause the play was stereotyped. I was trying to like super stereotypical drunk. And I was just like in the corner, like against the wall, like chilling like this. And you and- walk out and see me. And like the way the entrance was, it was like one of those weird black boxes where you enter from the back. And so like, you couldn't see me until you were already on stage. So you had to react live. No, no. What, no, what had happened specifically was you were standing. So you were standing right at the entrance of where I come out at. Like right when I come out and like, look around and like, I'm like, Oh, there's the fucking, Oh, there's the guy. Yeah. I got, I got to go shoot that guy. Yeah. That guy, that's the guy I got to go shoot. Anyway, you were standing right there. Like literally like where you come out from the wings and juice is just standing right in the middle there. And I run right into him and I'm like, he's not supposed to be in this fucking scene. So instead of just walking past him and not saying anything like a fucking good actor would have done, I acknowledged him and I literally go, hey, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) This is correct because I feel like, yeah, it was all happening on stage live. I, I feel like good acting is to react to things like that. Like if I felt like you could have like said something and then kept going, that would have been like a different level of whatever. Like, no, you, you were like, you get out of here. Yeah, You're not was, supposed to be here. Yeah. And then like, I think afterwards we were trying to like, cause it was like pretty much the dance team was like right whenever he gets to like shooting the, the bully of the story, I guess. And, uh, 
And I just like made up some stupid bullshit thing, like where I really liked that teacher. And I was like, you need to leave. And I, cause I like you. I'll see you yes. in class on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Except I shoot myself. I think right. at the end of that. Yeah, so. yeah. I think you did. I think that's how the play ends. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was all in red light. The red lighting. Like yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was so, so bad. Corny. So bad. So corny. So, uh, and then I, <laughs> in my, uh, my class later, um, that I took at it like a different acting studio. Um, I ended up doing the Laramie project and I was like, oh, this is oh way, way better. better. Oh my God. It's so good. Because, because the Laramie project is actually based off of like actual retellings of like, like interviews and these actors decided to play the characters, uh, not characters of the revolutionary. It's like documentary yeah. theater. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't really get that anywhere else. No. And it, uh, it tells the story of Matthew Shepard who is killed in uh, Wyoming. Um, I think Wyoming or Iowa. Um, yeah, something La- like that. Laramie, Wyoming. Yeah, Laramie, Wyoming. Uh, and um, and yeah, it just retells that whole story of it's like all interviews that they've conducted and all the actors play the the people of the town and it's it's pretty powerful stuff. They made a movie about uh, uh, you know yeah. of it, so check out the movie. But the the stage play is so much more. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. And and to be honest with you, just as we've we've known, I uh, am doing you know mostly like <clears throat> tv stuff commercials and stuff like that but i miss doing <clears throat> plays plays are the the best one of the best experiences anyone could ever have the live performing live, theater, live. yeah you never... yeah performing live is the coolest thing on the planet earth because you have a um a dialogue a yeah a, di- a reactive audience and like one night it's good one night it's bad and like one night it's you know what i mean like it's this ebb and flow of like you really it's a grab bag every time you go out you have your words that you're gonna say and everything that you think you're gonna hit and then something falls and you're like okay and then you're like that's showbiz baby yeah and then like some of those unpredictable things happen like fucking guy coming on stage coming and out, he's yeah, to, he's, yeah when he's drunk when i did much ado i was fucking performing in the rain yeah love it yeah, it's pretty unpredictable. Anyways, guys, that was a story of mine and Juice's, uh, how our friendship bond became closer because yeah. we both fucked around on a play both in front of around. in front of a paying audience. They yeah. some there were people there who had with the paid. producers there. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we fucked around a little bit, but that's why none of us are successful. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah, national well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still doing it. Yeah. No, okay, yeah. If you guys want, must know what Juice is alluding to, I I did a commercial. Um, some of you might have seen it across the country because I'm getting text messages from people saying that they've seen it. Um, so if you guys see me on the commercial, if you have Patreon, you know what my face looks like. Just look out for your boy from Brief, right? Also, <clears throat> not a faces account, so they follow you on Twitter, they should know. They should know exactly what my face looks like. And also, just a little tidbit, if you guys want to know, just a tip, uh, which I'm, I'm actually revealing on the podcast right now with oh. Juice, if you go to breatheright.com, just get yourself ready for a little surprise. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and by little surprise, I mean it's immediately surprised. So, Okay. Um, all right. Well, that was our story. Juice is going to go to the website right now. I think. Yeah, I'm definitely going to the uh, website right now. Pull, yeah. pulling, pulling it up. I, I could pull up the first question. The first, the first, the first uh, question. But he's going to the website right. immediately. And he's ready. He's about to get surprised. Uh, um, I think I went to the wrong one. Okay, cool. Is it R-I-G-H-T? E. 
R-I-T-E? Yeah. Well, that's what I went to. Breathe. Breath right. B-R-E-A-T-H-E. Yeah. Right.com. That's what I did. It says this webpage is part free, courtesy of epic.com. No, you, you know, know what? I'm going to Google Breathe Right. Yeah. Well, this has been great. I'm happy we're doing this yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Well, this is great radio, Leo. This is great uh, yeah. entertainment. Oh, no. Yeah. It's RIGHT. Even though they're... Oh, look at that. Front page of the website is yeah. our boy Leo right on there. It's adjusting finally. You can see. <laughs> oh, you're matching the fucking thing, dude. Oh, my God. <clears throat> More air wherever you are. The benefits of breathe right go beyond the bedroom. Oh well. Okay. Uh, breathe right was supposed to be for when you sleep. What is I, wrong I, with I, you? <laughs> a lot, actually. It lets um, a lot of oxygen in when you're fucking. <laughs> you ever have a stuffy nose you're, while you're fucking? Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Are you ready? Hold on, just gotta get protection. Oh, we don't need protection. No, for me. What's the breathe strip on? That's <laughs> cool. Smell that pussy air. Let's go. <clears throat> All right. Was not ready for that. Or butthole um, air to if you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> or just into whatever you're into. Yeah. All right. We are going to play the first question, and it is from the Tat Daddy, which is MMA Catfish. And oh, wait. I did listen to this one. And I, mm, okay, I, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to play it. Hey, Julio, baby. It's MMA Catfish. Listen, Juice, I know we had some beef over this event, and I want to offer my condolences on your fucking losses and the fact that you were wrong and I was right. Moving on. Aldo. <laughs> God, what a fucking beast. Man, I mean, his record stands for itself. Ups and downs, everything else. But given what we used to see with Tough Custom 145, now that he has a nutritionist, he's easily making 135 and just looking sharp as fuck. Even if he never becomes champ, man, it just makes me happy to see him perform so well. And he was so happy on that walkout. I mean, wow, man. It's just cool. Where do you two, where do you two think he goes from here? Thank you. FMP. Can't wait to answer the question about uh, Jose Aldo. That's a great question. But I take I take issue with the beginning of that question, Seth. <laughs> and then and the title of it on the submission it says Beef Squashed Because I Won. Huh. Oh no. no. <laughs> That's not how it works around here, especially no, no, I don't know. I was sorry. Fucking putting against Derek Lewis and Angela Hill. I don't care if it's right. Still mad. I'm even I, more mad. What I do love about it is that he's like, he's like, look, I want to offer my condolences that you fucking lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> offer my condolences on your fucking losses. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was so. a pretty good Seth impression. Um, dude, he's right though. Jose Aldo shocking the way he does it's like you love to see it that's why they fucking gave him the title shot off the loss they were like he actually beat marlon fuck these judges uh jose aldo in a championship fight is good business let's put him in there yeah uh let's go i mean you know tj 
uh, uh, Rob. I will say the TJ fight is a hard fight. The Rob Font fight, that's a little bit more intriguing to me. Yeah, yeah. Rob, uh, Corey, any of them, any of the, oh, any of those dude, guys can the get Corey it. one, no. Corey will absolutely kill him. Okay, that's gonna be bad. I mean, Corey almost killed TJ. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, there's a lot of fun fights, as Jose is the, is the point. There's a lot of fun fights. Who, at who's at the top of that again? Well, there's Aljamain is the fake champion. Aljamain, a fake champion. And then Piotr Jan. And oh, then uh, fucking Rob Font is there. Sanhagen is there. Um, okay. Dillashaw is there. Yeah, I, th- I think that what's going to make the most sense, I think, is probably going to, I don't know, it's tough. Uh, either Rob Font or TJ. Um, we'll see, because Aljamain mm-hmm. and, and Piotr are probably going to rematch at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's the only fight to make. It's yeah. Like, literally, we're just waiting. Well, I mean, they said that TJ might be able to get it, but I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> do we want that though? No. no, I don't ever want TJ to hold a belt again, dude. Yeah, let's get that snake in the grass out of there. Not even if there's a fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably it. One, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go confidently with Font. Hmm. For for Aldo. Hmm. I like that. I like that. <clears throat> All right. Thank you, Seth, for your question. Still mad though. <laughs> no, I love that guy. All right. The next question is from Ben Kylie. And I don't think I have the energy to really keep this up. So just gonna let him take it from here. Buenas Diaz Jabronis. It's Ben Kylie here from the Hindfight MMA podcast. I sound a bit tired because I am more wrecked than Michael Chiesa's chances of ever fighting for a UFC title was up until 6.30 in the morning. Um, with that in mind, I'll keep this short. Who is your favorite athlete that uh, is not an MMA fighter? Mine might be Kelly Harrington after she brought home gold for Ireland in the boxing in the Olympics this morning. Also, Max Kellerman. What the fuck do we do to deserve him? All right. The everything. Ugh. Hey, Ben, I sense your um, sarcasm about Kellerman, and I wholeheartedly agree. I can't. This dude has been broadcasting for a long time. But, hey, man, like, don't look like your opinion on mma is literally coming out as you're saying it like no mm. thought process no not like dude it, it's bad it's bad oh. he no. is a weird fuck he's a he is so he is so i told juice this i texted him last night i said max kellerman is so out of place like yeah. when he talks it's and like with stephen a smith at least he has like some sort of like Mm, like a, a shtick or something that like you know like he, you know he has kind of like this energy about him max kellerman doesn't have any of that so when he talks about mma he sounds really out of place compared to the other and now like 
analysis. A- everyone else, Chael, uh, Megan, uh, the, the analyst, Megan, Megan, what the fuck, Megan, yeah, the analyst, yeah. Uh, Megan, yeah, um, Megan O'Leary, yeah, uh, Karen, Brian. I mean, all of them. Yeah. He just sounds weird. No, so, yeah, it's it's absolutely fucking dumb when it comes to Max Kellerman, dude. And here's the thing: is like Stephen A. Smith actually covered like an early UFC event a long time ago, like in the, I think pre Zufa days, I'm not sure. Um, and then he is sort of like kept up a he, little bit on the side. He's been he still it, says stupid really ass shit. It. I mean, he still says very stupid, but I'm just saying like, even him, it's like, it's from a place of at least sort of knowing the sport a little bit. And he asks questions behind the scenes and stuff like that. Max Kellerman for the longest time was like just a boxing guy. And he was like, Hey, I'm not going to fucking talk about this MMA stuff. Whenever he would like talk about something MMA, it was only like when he was asked and he was like, like, well, that's like this guy in boxing or whatever. And he would always relate to like what he knows. Now he's going in there as like, he's fucking like, guns are blazing like that's what he does and like some people are trying to like defend this and say like what's what's the problem it brings more eyes hey man those are the wrong fucking eyes hey, we don't they're... want those eyes and max kellerman we don't want his fucking shitty ass opinions dude and like yeah. he does this with other sports like this is his thing i know it's his thing he's bad at it get him the fuck out of there like and, and he's an absolute say, joke i mean say like espn quoting him saying that you know makachev is like uh fucking um like Kobe Bryant, uh, yeah, Kobe one. Bryant, our fucking break, dude. Hey, man, come on. I mean, we've already talked about this before. I just, I just think that yeah. like that, uh, that opinion specifically being like, yeah, no, that's him. That, yeah, he's like that. And I was like, what? How many times has he fought? Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you, we have legends of the sport that have have better records than this guy right now at this point. Like, it happens like all the time. So I don't know. It's just, and then last night, I don't know, just like. His opinion sounded like very like water cooler talk whenever oh, Chael was talking about like, I think it was uh, Jose Aldo and the Pedro Munoz fight. And they were like, Max, what do you feel? And he was like, I just don't think Jose has it anymore ever. He's just not good. And I think he Pedro, said that. Dude, it was like, uh. it, I just remember hearing it and being like, what? Like, and he's, and he's like, oh yeah, Pedro's like, you know, not going to be easy for him. Definitely. And I was like, bro, you sound like you're at a water cooler. I mean, I sound like that, too, but I'm not on fucking national TV having ESPN suck my balls. <laughs> maybe you should. Yeah, maybe I should be on ESPN having ESPN suck my balls. But anyway, uh, who's my favorite athlete? Who was my favorite athlete? I have one. Oh, let me hear yours. So when he said uh, Katie Harrington, for some reason... <clears throat> And I know it's like not even that similar, but um, came to mind Casey Catanzaro, who was um, on American Ninja Warrior okay. and then uh, transitioned to the WWE. She won the WWE or wrestled or whatever. My favorite athlete outside of MMA, Isaac Caldiero. He's a rock climber slash. I think he, they 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 made this thing in the media like because his last job that he held before focusing on the Ninja Warriors was like a bus boy or like he did like a summer job or whatever when you know in between stuff. So like oh a bus boy, but anyway a fucking he's a rock climber by by primarily he was the first winner of American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, because they they went like eight seasons. I think it was like the eighth season when no one would like get to the top. Like, 
because the first like three stages are very fucking hard and they make it harder every year of of mount uh i think it's fujiyama i'm pretty sure yeah i I think it's it's very close yeah the fourth one is a fucking long ass rope climb after you've already done this hard shit it's the same night and your lactic acid and your muscles is all built up um they actually that season they had two a guy named jeff Britton, who was the guy that i also really liked who was literally a cameraman for espn uh would like um film like baseball games and stuff like that and certain like random cameraman but he likes to like stay active whatever he would like do rock climbing and stuff and he got an american ninja warrior he got the fucking files too the problem is like he um the, the rule was like it's a tiebreaker and it would be like based on the time he got up there to the top he was the first because he went first he was like the first person to touch thing they were like oh he's the first American to wear fucking isaac was like oh you do that and he like climbed that thing like a monkey just like so quick just like fucking climb to the top smash the buzzer beat his time by like 10 seconds which in that thing is a lot isaac caldera there we go mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mine is, um, mine is Caitlyn Jenner because all white men, um, win everything. Thank you, Ben Kylie, for the question. Next question. Next question comes from. Okay. My real answer is actually Vince Carter. Sorry. Oh, wait. (laughs) Does he play for the Celtics? No, he played Uh, for the Raptors for a very, very long time. And then he, played for a couple other teams but he 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 was probably my fa- my favorite i think it was a celtic <laughs> it's possible it, yeah. it's possible that he could have yeah. towards the end but he played for the raptors for a very long time and i just remember That's growing up uh, i just remember growing up thinking that he was such a great um player and then another i mean the um, athlete for me would have been tracy mcgrady i was really a f- big fan of tracy mcgrady before he fucked up his knees so basketball related which is kind of weird because i don't watch basketball a lot um like at all i think you're gonna say tom brady i would have said tom brady but eh, like he's he's fine you know he's got it <laughs> he does he does i mean he's pretty great i'm not gonna lie like as far as like as a as a quarterback goes but yeah um uh and then you know what let's just throw uh leticia leticia bufani because she's so fucking fine and a skateboarder yeah and, and brazilian oh that's Everyone not a like good a big butt yeah, that's not a reason why to like. Oh, yeah, that's not Living a reason. Susan. <laughs> that's not a reason to like an athlete, but uh, she's pretty badass too. So yeah, I think. <clears throat> All right, this one is actually from uh, our girl G. I oh. assume I haven't listened, but it says Whoa TV, and usually that's G. that's uh, that's G. Okay, Let's see what she has to say. Hey, Juicy Juice. Hey, Leo. This is Justina MMA. I have a real simple question for this week. Juice, how was your experience at the live event, UFC 265? That's one. And also tell me, what was your favorite part of being at that live show? And then tell me what was your least favorite part about being at a live show? All right. Don't be jealous, Leo, that I don't have a question for you. I love you, too. (laughs) Y'all have some fun. Enjoy the show. Oh man, this is great. Thank you so much, G. And um, shout out to to her and Michael Morgan at the Wocast and all the crew from Shots Fired, Kairos and Shanga as well. Um they just did they just did an interview for for Shots Fired with this guy, um, Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor, I believe is his name. He's fighting on Jake Paul's undercard uh, for the Tyron Ridley fight. 
Tyson Fury's younger brother, Tommy Fury, is fighting this guy that they interviewed, Anthony Pretty Boy Taylor. And he's got a voice that's very that's very unique. He talks in this register in this same exact cadence. He'll be like, hey, Mike, why don't you ask me about my boxing credential? I was just like, I couldn't get through the interview. <laughs> it was like... It was, it was, it was, this guy was cracking me up. Um, but um, I always listen all the way through to UG. Um, no, the fucking um, live event was nuts. So being in the, I already kind of talked about sort of my day with it, but as far as like the experience, I loved being in the arena for certain things like the fucking guy that shouted the, the grab his dick and twist it line. Uh, grab his dick and twist it like someone actually said that which is a it's not a unique thing it's he's referencing something it's like video meme anyway someone else said something about suck his ball or fuck his ball or something like that <laughs> and he was like fuck his balls um just people shouting a bunch of ridiculous shit and like oh i tell you my this is the story of what i really wanted to tell this is this was my actual favorite part and my least favorite part and then I'll say another thing that's just my least favorite in general. So, Ode Osborne versus Manel Cup. Great fucking fight, right? Even like on paper and what we got too. It was a great fight. And I picked, when I was doing my picks, I picked Manel. Uh, I like I like his fights in Ryzen. Uh, I like what he brings to the table. I just love that guy. I also like Ode, and I kind of forgot about him until he was like walking out. And it was like Jamaican sensation. And he's like dancing shit. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I like this guy. We were sitting directly behind these people that came here. I guess he's from Milwaukee. I don't know if they know him personally, but they, I think, are also from Milwaukee because like when they mentioned like, I think when Bruce Barber was like fighting out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, this girl was like, go Bucks!" Like she was, they were freaking out about this guy. I got so emotional because I was also really, I got like so emotional that, that we were like so close to like this guy's support system or whatever that of like people that were coming out, they, they were going nuts for him. They were, they, you could tell they were like fight fans in general because they were like, you know, excited about other stuff and they were there early like us, but they were especially going nuts for O'Day. And I was like, Oh shit. I'm like, got me hype. And, I, and like at one point it was kind of like quiet in the arena. I tried to get, I tried to start a fucking chant. I was like, let's go. O'Day. Or whatever no one no one did it but the guy in front of me he turned around and like extended his arm for a fist bump and i was like yeah i just felt like we had this moment it was so cool and then when he got knocked out i was like 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 isha and i turned to each other she was like he gave you a fist bump and everything and i was like <laughs> i was crying dude i was like I was like, why am I sad? Like, I picked Manel. I should be happy. But, like, I basically sort of, like, switched my pick mid-fight you know, fight or whatever because I was trying to, like, be hyped with these guys. I just thought it was, it was awesome. That's one thing I like about going to events is, like, sometimes you get in the moment a little bit with, with people around you if they're, like, not assholes or whatever. If they're, like, real fight fans and stuff, you can kind of be, like, it feels like you're actually with some cool fight fans and stuff, which we had some, some moments like that last night. Uh, one thing I don't like about... Um, Going to live events. The woos. The well, the woo. Now, I was just saying, I was so high, I was wooing a little bit too. <laughs> and she was like, "No, 
stop that. I was like, you're right. Why am I doing it? I hate people that do this. Why am I fucking that, the thing that I hate? Um, but if it was like a really fucking like shit was going on, I would be like, Woo! <laughs> but what I hate about going to live events is like everything is so expensive and the lines are so fucking long because I was so high. Uh, so dehydrated i had to fucking i get so much water i got like six cups of water which is like you have to pay for bottled water it's like five dollars in the port in a fucking cup so dumb uh but yeah i had to get a bunch of that and and just like once you've been to a few it kind of like loses its like um oh, yeah. sparkle a little bit appeal so i i now much prefer watching fights from home um unless it's like like I'll go to the Barclays Center. The Barclays Center was is a really nice arena, and um, it actually had like room for me in the seats. Um, the other ones I have to like squeeze into. It's like a fucking embarrassment of riches. I will say that a bar is a nice kind of middle ground. <clears throat> yeah, you're like going out, but not crazy, and yeah, not going to yeah. like the actual arena itself. Because right. I, I mean, I, we we went to UFC two thirteen, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And like. I thought it was good. I just didn't think. Obviously, nothing's ever going to live up to 199 for our expectations. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. And uh, I thought 213 was pretty all right, but there was something about it where I was like, "Yeah, this is fine. Like, this is this is not as cool or as." We were like, also literally on the tippy top of the whole arena. Like, yeah, and that was essentially the know, worst seats in the house. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was like I said. Overall, it was okay. Um, I just think like, you know, energy is really kind of play into it. And like, as opposed to at home, when you're watching the fights, it's like, you don't, you can't really get, you know, just kind of sit down and watch them. But yeah, but I don't know, like, like, you know, going to the bar to see, you know, um, when, when the Connor, uh, the first, you know, the first UFC event we went to, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 194. Yeah. 194. And then, um, uh, 196. Yeah. 190. Holly. Well, Holly, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. <clears throat> great bar experience you know and and that was when the ufc was really mounting like uh popularity so there was a lot of people in the bar and everyone was watching and it was pretty awesome um so i definitely want to do that again sometime um soon but not to jump in and answer your question but no that's okay there we are yeah like i i got it now now that things are back open and i'm vaccinated and stuff like uh last couple of pay-per-views before this i've gone to the bar and it's been it's been pretty cool um, like, I don't mind it. It's, it's something I kind of missed. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, Oh, sometimes there's too much, too many casuals and that can still happen. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you just ignore them and, it, and it's fine. Um, thank you, G. That was an amazing question. Um, yeah, I loved, I loved going to this fight and that whole moment I had with, um, the people that were there for Odai Osmar and that shit was so fucking, uh, cut me deep. Wow. And we have literally one question in the forum, the Twitter forum, and it's a troll question. I love it. Let's hear it. It's from Harry Andrew at Harry Andrew 94 says, how do you feel following Angela Hill's disappointing loss? And then he can reply to it, said this was before the fight, by the way, which I knew he definitely posted that like not well before like i don't know if it was the fight right before or if it was a couple fights it says they're an hour apart he absolutely posted that question how do you feel following angela's disappointing loss 
before the fight even happened. I was so mad about it, dude. I didn't even, I didn't engage initially. And I was like, I'm going to fucking hide this reply, but it's our only question. dude. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Harry, you know what? I'm devastated. Not, not just the fact that Angela lost. I mean, she got us tickets. She got each of tickets and. Oh man, it was, it was, that was really tough uh, for me. It, it honestly was. And then it was even, it's even more tough because whenever like there's one time when Harry and I were um, going back and forth about Angela Hill and he doesn't like her. He's not a fan. And in some way he just says, mate, she'll never be champion. If she becomes champion, I will get your podcast logo tattooed on my ass. I have it bookmarked just in case. Let me pull that shit up right now. Hey, Jamie, pull that up. It's just me. Literally says, yeah. Mate, if she ever wins the belt, I'll tattoo your podcast logo on my ass. It simply won't happen. <laughs> so every time Angela loses, I'm like, we're one step further from fucking getting that logo on his fucking ass. <laughs> oh, God. Which is like, it's not really advertisement. He's <laughs> like... Uh, just go around mooning people. Uh, check out Finley Sparring. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh fuck, Harry, I love you. I was so I was so mad that you fucking left that that troll question. I was like, oh fucking. Well, that's it. That's it, guys. Uh, well. I don't believe, yeah, I was going to say, I don't believe we're going to be doing the epi uh, an episode next week because we are, uh, there are no fights. Um, so I think we're just going to do our picks for yeah. the Cannoneer and Gaslam fight that's happening on August 21st. Yes, sir. And this is a great uh, fight card, by the way. <clears throat> First fight in the main card is, at least so far, this is what we have pulled up from Google. They, they literally the fucking UFC's website only is the main event. Two weeks and, before the card happens. Hey UFC, get your shit together. Like what the fuck? But anyway, yes. so what we have to start off. Uh, go ahead, Juice. Alexandre Pantoja versus Brandon Rival. I'm taking Brandon on this one. I am taking Brandon as well. Nice. I don't Next feel up. too confident about it. By the way, that's a really tough fight, and Alessandro is no joke. I just like Brandon a little more. Yeah, he's also four inches. Uh, Brandon's four inches taller than. Yeah, he's got that fucking reach. The guy's huge for flyweight. Yeah, but uh, weirdly enough, Pantoja's reach is actually just a point five inches shorter than. Mm. Interesting. Than Brandon's. Well, the next fight's hard to pick for me. Uh, Courtney Casey versus Liana Jojua. Um, I'm going to go with Jojua. Oh, it's tough for me. Like, I want to pick Courtney Casey. Courtney Casey, by the way, is dating Dracar Close. You guys know how I feel about Dracar Close. Not a fan. All right, Jojua. It's perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll pick Jojua. Let's go. Yeah. 
All right, the next the next fight up is Vince Pichel from Hell Pichel versus Austin. Put me in a cupboard, Hubbard. <laughs> Ooh, if that was their, <laughs> if that was his nickname, I would certainly pick him. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Pick his nickname was Mother. Like, Mother Hubbard. Isn't that like a nursery rhyme? Old Mother Hubbard or something like that. Yeah, Mother Cupboard Hubbard. Austin, Mother Hubbard. By the way, hey, I'm also. <laughs> Also, did you guys see uh, uh, Bruce uh, get lost in Michael Chiesa's eye and say the wrong state? That was great. No, what did he say? Uh, he said, uh, he Spokane, said, Oregon, Washington. No, he, sa- he said, Spokane, California. That's what he said. And then he goes, Spokane, Washington. But he got lost in Michael Chiesa's eyes. Nice. Michael, Michael Chiesa was, was one of the first ones to like want to fist bump out of Bruce Buffer. He was like, I always fist bump Bruce Buffer. Um, and now everyone's doing it. Um, yeah, because everyone loves him. Yeah. Anyway, him. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, From Hell, Pichel. I'm going with Austin Hubbard. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't very much like Vince Pichel. He's a fucking MAGA troll online. Oh, great. And he's one of those like, oh, yeah, they're taking away our free will. Oh, you are a bunch of sheeps. Uh, he's, he's American. I don't know why I'm doing this fucking dialect. But, um, yeah, I'm taking Austin Hubbard. All right, what do we got next? We got Parker Porter versus Chase Sherman. Um, I like Chase Sherman. I wish he would get a fucking different nickname than Vanilla Gorilla. Well, there's another guy that just fought just recently. His name is yeah, Jason Witt. Yeah, Yeah. too many Vanilla Gorillas. Yeah, well, what one more? One is too many. Yeah, so let's change those. Yeah, let's change those names. Yeah, let's change those names. But I'm picking Chase Sherman. Yeah, me too. I was gonna say like <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Parker Porter to like be confident in, in picking him. So we're still going with Chase, unfortunately. All and right. You know something for for a guy that got cut from the UFC and he got some tough matchups. Fifteen and seven is not a bad record. Just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, he's only going like like Parker Porter's eleven and six. Like he's only got one more loss than him, but he's got four more wins. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. This co-main is a little weird, but I like it. Like, it's weird that it's a co-main. It's, it's almost like one of those, I mean, not in the same way, but like the fact that like Cheyenne Bays was the co- was the co-main, like we we're like, what? Um, I mean, this this guy definitely deserves it. His opponent, not so much, but the, Clay Guida, the carpenter, <laughs> obviously Hall of Famer, fucking great guy, um, legend. Uh, of the so many fights, yeah. So many fights. Um. He's fighting Marco Madsen, 10 and 0. Uh, I think he's a silver medalist in wrestling. He's like an Olympic, he's an Olympian from uh, Denmark, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's who I'm picking, actually, is the is the Dane. I'm picking uh, Guido. Seguido. <laughs> Seguido. Seguido. Um, uh, I don't know why I thought of this. I um when you said Guido. Because he's not a Guido, but he actually trains with uh, Clay Guida, Chad Mendez. So here he's back in BKFC. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So uh, so I saw a lot of people between there like, Chad Mendez is out of retirement. Yeah, I was BKFC. Uh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I mean, if you if you like Chad Mendez, it's great. But he also you might not like him because he just came up with his own uh, meat company. (laughs) Yeah, fuck him. Not yeah, reducing really his carbon footprint. 
Chad Mendes, fucking short king. Short king. Uh, all my right. Fa- my favorite Chad Mendes clip is when he's like on the phone with Conor McGregor at this one like press conference. He's like, "How tall are you, buddy?" He's like, "I'm five nine. He's like, "All right, well, I'm five six. <laughs> and then Conor goes, "You're five four. <laughs> we stand up. We can't see you through the camera." He <laughs> just starts fucking roasting him. That was when Connor was fun and not problematic. Now he's the most Although probably was, yeah, <clears throat> probably, probably behind closed doors he still was, but we didn't know. Yeah. Um and on to the main event of the evening. Main event, I believe was this a replacement cuz I can't remember who Canada was supposed to fight was it Costa? And then like they announced that Gaslam had to replace him and, and Costa was like I never signed that fight. I'm not pulling out. And like he got very defensive about it. I thought it was this fight. Um, Might have been. Either way, I know Kelvin Gaslam's coming on like relatively short notice. Um, like I think like three weeks notice probably. Mm-hmm. It's not. A, it's not way short notice. Um, but it's um, not Pretty not short. a full camp. That said, I think I am going with uh, with Gaslam. Really? I'm going to go with Cannoneer. Yeah, that's definitely the smarter pick. Um, <laughs> Cannoneer's um, into some weird conspiracy theories. Yeah, I love and, it. Yeah, like um, I said, problematic picks. Yeah, people call him Q-Anonier. I don't know how to oh, pronounce okay. it. Like Q-Anonier. 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 Jared Q-Anonier. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Picking Kelvin Gaslam just because I can, and because sometimes when he comes in on short notice like this, he steps up. He steps up, so um, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies we and gentlemen, we did it. We came back a little bit of a, you know, tired, worn out. Yeah. But we did it. We but did just, it. just did it. He made it. We're here. We're at the end of the podcast. We had some fun. We talked about that until mm. we talked about uh, our lives in LA theater. We talked about all of yeah. it. And we still have one thing to do before we say goodbye, Leo. Something oh, I forgot that. when I did my solo episode and I felt like a big piece of shit. And that is, we have to shout out the patrons of this podcast uh... who, um, uh, who are just some really fucking awesome people. I would have sex with every single one of them. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, and I would Carol- watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Anyway, <laughs> Callum, thank you very much to Callum. APB, thank you very much. APB, Sandy Pants, Sandy was awesome. Ms. Pants, Ms. Pants. I said that to her when when we met. I was like, "Hello, Ms. Pants." Um. Alex from Jersey. I'm always going to keep saying that. However, anyone wants to be shouted out and the patron, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a patron, if you're one of our patron supporters, let me know how you want to be uh, shouted out. Um, T cross our boy T cross. Um, we love him. The filthy casual. Yes. She got a blender. Did you see that? From yeah. I saw the video. Yeah. She won the thing. It was, it was so funny. Um, fee. AKA Iron Fee. She now is on, on Twitter. Um, Dave L. That's your home. Yep. Yep. Um, 
and uh and phil the mma dude recent uh recent patron supporter so wow. we can we love phil and we love everybody on that list all your page thank you guys for for supporting us we will yeah. try to get you some newer cooler content we already have been getting you newer cooler content but we'll yeah. see if we can get some more uh cool things going yeah i think um we're gonna do thinking about some new perks for the for the patreon leo and i think what we should do is just like once a month not 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 weekly but you know once a month just um mail them a vial of viacom oh okay vial yeah come vial i heard that one i heard that one before yeah come vial love it yeah don't reproduce but you can if you want to we're not putting it we're not putting it on ice or anything like that so it's going to be very very lukewarm very very lukewarm almost you know someone would say body temperature (laughs) some would say yeah yeah come would say yeah come would say well that brings us to an end yeah you guys can follow me at leo gh 2113 at uh Leo GH two one one three. I'm just gonna keep saying it again. No. Uh, uh, on, on Twitter, Twitter, on and, Twitter Instagram. and Instagram. Uh, follow me, um, or don't, or do, yeah. or whatever you want to do. I don't care. You guys um, make this podcast live. Yeah, exactly. You can follow me and the podcast at Friendly Spar Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm not anywhere else. So. All right, he's going to sleep now. It looks like he's taking off his glasses to just fall asleep. Yeah, was, yeah. Remember that part where you told me to sleep through the rest of the show, and you yeah. you were gonna do the whole rest of it. Let's well, now bring that back. Yeah, let's go. Let's both go to sleep now. Okay, we're both gonna okay. take off our glasses. All right, just getting settled in here.